Hey everybody, this is Armando Torres, and this is the show before the show. And I'm Paige Wesley. And with us we have... Andre Gazzetta! Yay! And we've got a great episode for you. It's part two of Happy Science. I watched a lot of anime. Uh, I got to watch Paige and Andrea look at me with confused faces for the first 15 minutes, but it all makes sense. A good, I think it's a good episode. Yeah, I love yeah. It. I'm, I want to watch more of this anime now. Oh yeah, it's pretty fucking great. Uh, we got a clip in there for you, but before we start the show, we got a couple more five-star reviews. Bow, 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 bow. This first one comes to us from Dr. Graffiti. As a well-documented... <laughs> Wait, is he a graffiti scientist? Yes. Yeah! <laughs> a happy graffiti scientist. Hey! <laughs> as a well-documented graffiti scientist, I personally enjoy listening to podcasts as I get ready in the morning as I straighten my mohawk. <laughs> And steam any wrinkles out of my lab coat. <laughs> the long train ride to the train yard was pleasantly packed with surprise as the cult podcast delved into my area of expertise. <laughs> Graffiti science is a long journey, but knowing that I was thanked by these guys for my services really refreshed my passion for this science. Five stars all day. <laughs> Yo, graffiti scientist, if you can send us a photo of you in your steampunk graffiti attire, I'd love to see that. I oh, hope yeah. you have sweet okay, guys. Please cool. do. Please I'm do. I'm glad you do. ended on that because for the first part, I was like, I'm dating a fucking narc. <laughs> <laughs> this next one comes to us from Rajisha, and she says, please do not listen if you hate well-researched cults, witty banter, and hilarious pop culture references. There have been way too many times when innocent bystanders standards have been shocked by my loud laughter <laughs> while listening to this podcast in my headphones. I never explain myself because do they really deserve this much joy in their life? <laughs> okay, maybe they do. Listen to this podcast, eagerly await for the new episodes, and if possible, see the host live and in action. Yay! Oh, I'm yeah. in action. <laughs> So that was great. Uh, if you guys want to have your five-star review read out loud on the show, leave it for us. Leave it for us on iTunes. Apparently, there's a problem where some people in Canada are leaving reviews and we're not seeing them, or in Australia, too. So if you leave a review and you want it to get uh, read and you think that we've kind of skipped over you, just go ahead, screenshot that shit, send it to us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We love you. We love you so much. We love you so much. We love where you can they so send fucking it? much. Where can they send it? Do they send it to at Colpat? Uh, cult podcast show at gmail.com yeah cult podcast show at gmail.com at cult on instagram at cult podcast show on twitter you send it to wherever well before we get any more into our bullshit we love you so much uh and i love both of you Paige and andrea Yay. and i'm glad that you can join me on this journey uh with my new family happy science yay, yay. hello 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 purposes of this podcast, we define a cult as organizations that rally behind an entity or leader who espouse beliefs outside the norm. Organizations that require physical or monetary sacrifice as a condition of membership. Organizations in which the doctrines followed by the leaders are different than that of the followers. Organizations in which isolation is encouraged either by commune living or by a policy of disconnection from outside relationships. And organizations that actively recruit new members. All cults might have some or all of these traits, and as always... These are our opinions. Thank you for tuning into Cult Podcast. I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Armando Torres. And with us we have... Andrea Gazzetta! Yay! It's the continuation of Armando's Week! Yeah, it's Armando's Week Part 2. We're doing Happy Science, 
uh, part two, happy science aloo. Happier science. Happier science. If you're happy and you're science, you're this cult. Bam, bam. This is, <laughs> we're doing happy science part two, a good day to happy. <laughs> I don't know if that's accurate. I feel like I use that joke a lot, but it is my favorite. I am, okay. So here's the thing. Last wait, hold on. You didn't want it to be Happy Science Part Two: Science My Dick. <laughs> I like that so much more. <laughs> Welcome to Happy Science Part Two: Science My Dick. And uh, Science My Dick sounds like a dick enlargement service. <laughs> <laughs> Can you science me up to like eight inches? <laughs> Ask your doctor if sciencing your dick is right for you. <laughs> Side effects may include frog like balls. It's <laughs> It turns your balls into Gator frogs. Gator gonads. Gator gonads. This sounds like like a rejected Mansers episode. <laughs> Science, your dick. Can you fart so hard your balls explode? Mansers. And then they just show forty-five uninterrupted seconds of boobs bouncing up and down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just girls in trench or not trench coats, lab coats. <laughs> I like trench coats so much more. All right, it's they're gonna like, shoot up your balls. It's everyone with a Carmen San Diego fetish. <laughs> I didn't know there were more of us. All right. Anyway, <laughs> last week we covered the man behind Happy Science, Ryuho Okawa. Now, at the time, I was preparing for me and Andrea's trip to Milwaukee. That was last week. And uh, also my trip to San Diego, which is this week. So I didn't take a, a lot of time to do a deep dive into all of their beliefs. So, in the last... 48 hours, I have read four books, two reports, watched what amounts to about six hours worth of anime, and three different seminars. I'm so sorry. It's, uh, if it makes you feel any better, the reason I say it amounts to six hours of anime is because I watched it on two times speed, (laughs) so I just watched super fast anime. (laughs) At a certain point, it just was like... Yeah, I get it. It makes sense. I kind of want to join now. I want to be into this. Uh, so if you thought I kind of yada 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 over the cult and their beliefs last week, get ready. Because this week we're diving headfirst into the absolutely insane beliefs and actions of Ryuho Okawa's happy science. Hooray! Yay! So last week we took a little dip inside Ryuho Okawa's bizarre fucking hypothesis that pretending to be happy can make the world a better place. Uh, I don't know if you remember, that was the story of Alto, who was the boy and he faked smiling and then uh, he just started real smiling and then uh, he made his dad competitive (laughs) and his mom was like, fuck, I gotta be as good as the dad then. And then they they were like, yeah, if if I'm happy, I can, my mom can go shopping more. Because women be shopping. Because women be shopping. Women do be shopping. Uh, So that hypothesis was true, turns out. Mm -hmm. uh, It was proven correct in the 80s by hacky comedians. And (laughs) then, um, and then it's just kind of a chain reaction. If you spend more money, the grocers are happy, the suppliers are happy, the animals are I guess, happy to be eaten? I don't know how that works, but being happy causes a chain reaction that causes everyone else to be happy. That was kind of his hypothesis that he put forth into the world. However, this week, I want to show you exactly what it is that his followers believe, because these beliefs come from the second, third, and fourth books by Ryuho, the ones written after his first uh, spiritual interview with 
the assistant of a high Buddhist priest. So not even like the Buddhist priest himself, just like his secretary or something. Mm -hmm. So here are the beliefs of happy science. So we are all born with a physical body, but in reality, we are spiritual beings. The body is just a vehicle for the purpose of soul training in order to unlock the true power available to us as eternal beings. So if you live forever and have always lived, then what are you doing here? Well, soul training is a continuous cycle used to better yourself based on whatever you need to work on currently inside of your eternal being. So before you're born, your soul is hanging out in a heavenly world full of happiness, harmony, and freedom. And then we all make a life plan suited to our soul training and then choose appropriate parents to be born to on Earth. And then we forget all of our previous memories and begin life in the earthly plane. Every time you say soul training, I'm like, isn't that a dance show? No, I'm <laughs> thinking been, of soul train. Um, not going to lie. You said soul train. And then I pictured the jumpsuit that I bought from Forever 21 and what <laughs> sandals I was going to pair it with. And then I came back to the conversation when you were saying that babies plan who they're born to. Yeah. And I, that's a lot to put on a baby. Oh, that is so much to put on a baby, especially because uh, now that I'm reading it, it definitely is Soul Train. And so uh, when you're dead, you just hang out behind the scenes of the show Soul Train. <laughs> you're just on the sides of the line while people yeah, dance just, down the middle. You're just boogieing it out. Fun fact, that middle, vaginal canal. <laughs> like that's how you're born. So think of Soul Training like working out. Okay. Last time you were at the gym, you skipped out working on your legs. So this time around, you have to make sure to give them a fair workout. That's what we're doing with our lives. That's I'm the basic. I'm familiar with this exercise that you speak of, but okay. <laughs> One of my favorite things is I watched a two-hour lecture on this Australian guy explaining the nine dimensions, which is something we'll get into in a Holy second. Holy shit. Okay. And I watched two hours of this, and he goes, so imagine that you're working out at a gym. And I've never personally been to a gym because... Oh, I didn't need to. And I was looking at him and I was like, you pudgy motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, you do. You don't have to go to a gym because on your way to work, you have to outrun the scorpions every day, you fuck. Anyway, so if you're poor, your soul just skipped appreciating experiences the last time around. If you're disabled, your soul took it easy at the gym the last time and you're working double hard this time. If you're white, your soul must have skipped leg day because being white is exactly how you get up a leg on the earthly plane. Hey oh, political commentary. <laughs> I, I was still I was just struck by that this is the second cult in a row mm-hmm. where someone's just like, Oh, you're disabled? You must have been evil in a previous life. That is so terrible. Actually, it's different. In this one, if you're disabled, you're seen as being um a better person. Okay. Because the last time around, you must have had it so good that this time you want to give yourself an extra... Uh, Challenge? Uh, yeah. So, like, you chose it. You, yeah. You choose everything that happens in your life. You choose your partner, your children, your job. You even put disadvantages in your own path so that that way when you go through your life, you train the part of your soul that you want to be better. Remember those spiritual message series that he did? Yeah. He did one with Helen Keller, or Helen Keller, where she revealed that she had chosen to be deaf and blind to take on life on hard mode. 
So it's like your weight. Tra- so like if you're running, it's like, well, I'm going to add weights to my ankles to run this time. Exactly. Except your weights to your ankles are disability. But exactly. I mean, this means if everybody's choosing everything that happens in their life, that I mean, this is like a weird roundabout victim blaming. Yeah, I don't like it. Um. Yes and no. If you see somebody in pain or if you see somebody suffering, you should help them because that you both agreed in the astral plane to come together so that you can further happiness and cause more happiness for each other. Okay. But if you see somebody who's disabled, you shouldn't feel bad for them because they chose this life for themselves because they are of a higher spirit than you. So disabled people in this in the eyes of this cult are for the most part higher spirits than you are yourself okay so if you see somebody with any kind of disability at all they are people who are able to achieve a higher level of enlightenment than you are currently okay but most of your actual existence is spent hanging out in that spirit world that i was talking about your soul only comes down to earth every like 400 years seemed to be the number that I found. So if you're in a heavenly afterlife, why would you decide to come back? Well. Want to get that dick wet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, last time I was on Earth, I got fucked three times. I'm trying to bring it up to four. All right. Anyway, Earth is only the third dimension. The afterlife for a new soul is the fourth dimension. And the more well-rounded a soul is, the higher it can ascend all the way up to the ninth dimension. So think of heaven as like a club. You know, the fourth dimension is right outside the bar. You can hear how much fun everyone is having. And sometimes people from the inside come out and hang out with you. But you can't get in quite yet. But you know the next time you come back, you'll definitely be able to get in the club. Once you're in the club, though, there's the dance floor, then there's the bar area, then there's the VIP sections, all the way up to the DJ booth, which is the ninth dimension, where all of the highest of the high spirits hang out. That's where, like, Jesus the Rock Christ is spinning records, and Gandhi's doing body shots off of Socrates' belly button. It's fucking lit, dude. That's, <laughs> that's like, what everyone wants to ascend to. The ninth dimension is f- reserved for people who teach... Ryuho Okawa's natural word, aka people who start religions or, or, or different types of philosophy. However, if you cause happiness only to yourself with no regard for those you may hurt in the process, when your earthly body passes on, your soul can descend below the earthly plane into the second dimension, which is hell. Uh, I'm not totally sure what the first dimension is. I guess it's basically like super hell. It's just like even worse than hell. So the way that the dimensions work is you can only go down uh once you're in a dimension you can only go down and the only way to ascend upwards is to go back to earth train your soul live a better life and ascend to a higher dimension so that's why these people want to come back to earth and live life again because you're only hanging out in the heaven that's like kind of cool and you want to hang out in that like cooler heaven so if you're in the fifth dimension you can come back down to the third dimension which is earth and then live a shitty life but be a good person and then ascend to the sixth dimension it's this, the 
eye of the tiger. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Rocky steps. Yeah. Up the yeah, yeah, exactly. I stayed up until six in the morning <laughs> reading all of this stuff last night. Just to, it's, so I know a lot about all of this, which is insane for me. Because yeah. now, when we're done recording this, I just have to know this shit. Yeah, forever. Yeah. All I'm imagining the whole time you're talking about this is remember the the cycle of water in your science mm-hmm. textbook? Yes. It's that but your soul. And at the top of the cycle, instead of a cloud, it's just a DJ booth. And at the bottom, it's Earth. <laughs> I, I'm just picturing like t-shirt merch with Jesus like kind of dressed as the rock, but with like a boom box over his head, say anything style. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So... This is, is this making sense so far? Yeah. I mean, yes, but no. Yeah, okay. That, <laughs> that's what I'm aiming for. I mean, <laughs> like, I understand what you're saying. It is still bullshit. Okay, that's good. The first movie I saw, I didn't get it at all. Okay. I had to watch two different lectures from two different people on two different continents to understand this idea because it's so convoluted in the way that they try and describe it because they try and throw in scientific phrases. Like, um, I'm not going to go super deep into it, but they're saying is that like the better a soul is, the more that it moves and the more that it moves, it causes a certain vibration. And because of vibrations, the way vibrations work, that's how your soul can ascend to different levels and different dimensions. So, like, you have to be vibrating a certain amount to even reach the vagina. I'm uh, the ninth dimension. <laughs> so you're saying you have to feel those good vibrations. Yes, exactly. Vibrations. I told you it's Soul Train. It's just you're just, <laughs> you're just hanging out. Of- Sensations. <laughs> that makes it more likely that it's for the vagina. Yeah. Good, 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 good vibrations. This cult makes no sense. It does not make any sense. And it's going to get worse. So, as you may have been able to predict, since humans are just the elliptical machine for our souls, Uh then that means that the souls (laughs) of previous humans might be back for a quick soul training sesh. A.K.A. Reincarnation exists. But only to blast your quads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny because the, the elliptical machine is one of the most useless machines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the elliptical. Me too. I use it I all the time. It so much. I, I thrashed my knees in high school throwing discus, oh. and so I can't treadmill, but I can elliptical all day long. I thrash my ankles just existing. <laughs> <laughs> they just have to carry my massive body. You're soul training hard. <laughs> yeah. 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 But the belief of reincarnation extends even farther than just people. See, there exists the soul of God, El Cantare. According to Ryuho... Wait, why does he have... What? what? Yeah, El Cantare. According to Ryuho, the word El means light, and Cantare means land or earth. So the spirit of El Cantare is the embodiment of the beautiful land of light. Unless you speak Spanish, then it means the dude who sings. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, what? Yeah, it just means singer guy. Yeah. Cool. That's God. God is the the lead man in a mariachi band. I was going to say, so Richie Valens is God. Oh, shit, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the Bamba. You're the Bamba? El Cantare is the soul of 
God, the almighty creator, even though I couldn't really figure this out because I don't want to buy the books because I seriously don't want to support this cult. Yeah. So everything, that, all the information I got, I stole. I straight up, I stole from this cult. Fantastic. Good. Um, Appreciate so, it. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't ever, I don't ever buy things from cults because I don't want to support them. I did buy a shirt from Weird Hollywood Youth and I feel no regrets. That's fine. That's, that's totally fine. They're less of a cult, more of just a bunch of fun dudes doing ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with fucking dumbass tattoos. Well, who am I talking? Anyway. <laughs> so. I mean, you don't have the Nabisco look on here. Not that you know of. <laughs> so, uh, in 480 BCE, El Cantare walked the earth as Shakayamuni Buddha. During the times of the Old Testament, he was known as Elohim. All of this is to say that all major religions come from one source, El Cantare. Richie Valance. Yeah, Richie Valance. In the beginning, Richie Valance uh, <laughs> created our universe with the Big Bang, which is when he fucked all of our mothers. You mean the Big Bomba? <laughs> <laughs> yes. In the Big Bang, El Cantare created our universe. Then he found a home on Venus where he created life, and over the course of a billion years, that life became the human race. Creatures lived on Venus in perfect harmony and were able to master space travel and create different <laughs> races and tribes throughout the universe. But when these humans passed away, they would leave their earthly or Venusly bodies, and uh, they would only be able to hang out in the fourth or fifth dimension. Now, a few of these great souls on different planets were able to tell the world of El Cantare because they were so good at giving happiness, which translate that however you want. Yikes. <laughs> I just need some happiness. Come on, man. Can I get a little happy? Anyway, they're so they're so good at giving happiness that they were able to speak to El Cantare. So then you have your aliens who were truly enlightened, who were able to reach the ninth dimension. These are the high spirits of people like Confucius or Moses or Jesus or um, there was also a couple others that I didn't recognize, but I just assume they're from other dimensions. Weirdly enough, Muhammad only allowed on the eighth dimension. Oh, weird. Yeah, that's not like I'm not doing a bit. He's just like weirdly racist sometimes. Not sometimes, all the times. He's very, he's a racist According piece to of this shit. Cult. And the Quran, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, also I just realized that maybe the reason that he didn't include him in the ninth dimension is because if he did, he'd have to put him in an anime. That was, I, okay. <laughs> oh I was about God. to say it. I was like, is it because they can't draw him? I just realized because that. this is a thing. That might be why, because all the other ones are in the anime. Okay. And so that maybe that he was just like... Ah. He's just hanging out in the eighth dimension. He's just fine. He's just hanging out with Richie Valens. It's cool. <laughs> Did he... Was this pre or post South Park that he started doing these? I guess... This is in the 80s and yeah. early so 90s. pre-South Park. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because South Park has like the Jesus and Friends bit. Yeah. Mm. Um... Dun, dun, dun. Well, this is also... It's pretty common in cults to have like a Jesus and Friends kind of thing. This is, this is again, this is a mix of what he used to believe and his um, current beliefs. Because this is 20 plus years of Japanese anime magistry. Where he's just continuously pumping out the hits of uh, crazy fucking thoughts so they these these transitions so some of this might be post south park okay and we'll get into where i think he stole some of this ideas 
some of these ideas from. Well, it's like I said, it's pretty common in cults because it gives you a, a way to be like, oh, I know that the religion that you have is your thing, but that's also our thing. Yeah. It gives you commonality to try and recruit people. He yeah. also doesn't blame you if you have another religion because when you're soul training, you, like I said, you forget all your memories. So you're a fresh baby. Um, and bell bottoms have no enemies. Yes. <laughs> You're, <laughs> you're a fresh baby, and so you just learn whatever people teach you. And if people teach you religion, then that's not your fault. That's just what you learned. So he doesn't blame you if you follow other religions, because those religions come from El Cantare. But in order for these souls stuck in... what what? I was just going to say, I love the idea that he thinks anyone was living on Venus, too, because it's a horribly... Get, like yeah, it does toxic support planet. Life. It well, can't support life. It wasn't always, according to Ryuhu Okawa, man who failed two Science? entrance exams. Yeah. Uh, in order to give these souls from Venus and beyond, because again, the v- Venusians. Yeah, Venusians. The Venusians were able to create space travel and create races of aliens all across the universe. So in order to give these souls the ability to go past that level and join him in the upper dimensions, El Cantare decided to create the third dimension, Earth. And so again, El Cantare created all creatures and made the planet inhabitable and made Venus uninhabitable. So that's why you can't live there now, dummy. Maybe wait before you speak. Makes sense. Didn't even study the laws of the sun, you fucking idiot. Well, at least I'm not a people (laughs) named after blinds. So... (laughs) It's spelled differently, but okay. So around the time dinosaurs walked the earth, <laughs> great, great. he invited the first immigrants of spirits, which is his words, not mine. He okay. called them immigrants. <laughs> he invited the first immigrants of spirits to inhabit the earth. It was a warrior race from the Magellanic, Magellanic cloud who looked like a mix of humans and cats. Would you say that Meow. they came from the land of the ice and snow? Yeah, they did. From Venus. Yeah. So uh, Wait, so they're half people have cats? Mm, yes and no. They oh, they, they, they have they have a human body, uh human like features, okay. a face, but they have long pointy ears and a furry tail and speculations on barbed penises. I believe it. I don't have any evidence for that one, but I watched six plus hours of anime and I'm adding to the fucking canon. They had barbed penises. They didn't show their penises. I think they got spikes on them. I feel like, why watch an anime where people don't show their junk? That's fair. Well. Is this where we get furries? No. Maybe. Kind of. Aliens are different. Each iteration of aliens are, they look different. However, however, Earth's first inhabitants, these cat people, were too violent and arrogant, like most cats. Uh, Like that David Bowie song. They did things like ride around on their hoverboards and shoot dinosaurs with laser guns. Wait, what the fuck? This just got awesome. Yeah, you think I'm making this shit up? There is literally a scene in the anime version of his book, The Laws of the Sun, where they just show a bunch of cat people riding around on hoverboards going, Yeah, fuck dinosaurs! And shooting them with laser rifles. This is awesome. Are you sure he's not thinking of Thundercats? Thundercats! Whoa! 
He called them laser cats, so that's... <laughs> no. No, he didn't. He didn't, but I wish he did. Well, no, laser cats was a hilarious SNL sketch that spanned, like, three I seasons. I love that one. Those are Andy Samberg it is, it is Andy yeah. Samberg and, that was a fantastic and Bill Hader with stuffed cats that shoot lasers out of <laughs> oh, their mouths. Oh, that's right. I remember I that. that. Yeah. Well, but then they hacks. cock like rifles. Yeah, they stole it from him. They watched The Laws of the Sun. <laughs> Actually, I think The Laws of the Sun came out in 2015. <gasps> so... Fuck them from stealing from laser cats yeah i feel like he just stole thundercats i'm just gonna show like, you guys the scene like this dude is just like jerking off to chitara and was like i've got an idea but lacking the spirit of harmony these first immigrants were extremely arrogant and el cantare decided to invite another group of immigrants to earth i'm just gonna like i'm just gonna put it out there right now that was fucking awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was really. The thing cool. is, is yeah. if I hadn't, if it, if I hadn't have been completely sober researching for this show, if I had watched this high out of my fucking gourd, it is the funniest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> I highly recommend that you just smoke a fat fucking blunt or drink half a bottle of whiskey. Just kill as many brain cells as you can, is what I'm saying. And then watch this fucking movie because it is the funniest fucking half... It's halfway just a botchery of science and the other half is just extremely masturbatory. <laughs> and it's amazing. I love this movie. The animation is surprisingly good. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic, well, yeah. fantastic, fantastic a, animation. There's another movie that I want to talk about later that I highly suggest that we watch because okay. it just came out with uh, in, in America and uh, it's pretty good. I, right. I watched the trailer. It looks really funny. Um, but more serious. Anyway. Oh, okay. So El Cantare realized that more and more spirits needed soul training as he began to bring in more soul immigrants from across the universe. And if they were going to help the masses transcend into higher dimensions, there needed to be more available bodies on Earth. Because, like I said, there's only a certain number of bodies. People can only... I've been really trying, baby. Guys. Trying to bring bodies into this Earth for the aliens. This is serious. And if you feel I'm like being... I feel, baby, come on, stick your bobbed penis. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's Let's that get... simple? <laughs> you think that's how simple El Cantare would make it? Well, no, you're no, right. No, he did. He literally. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, no, it's also corkscrewed like a duck. Ah, uh, that would have been better. No, he legit. So El Cantare, to make more bodies, he gave people of Earth the gift of fucking. Ooh. Although people took fucking a little bit far. As it turns out, when some people find out how good it feels to come, they can turn into shitty assholes. Huh. Oh, no. Wait, what? Weird. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. What? That sounds like, what? <laughs> And as these assholes enjoyed the pleasures of earthly feelings, their children, who, because like I said, they have their memories clean and they're completely, like, imprintable because they don't have anything. So the children uh, that came from these debaucherous earthlings follow their parents and become addicted to material goods drugs and fucking and because there were now bad people a new dimension opened up underneath the third dimension and that's how the second dimension aka hell was born what's the first dimension 
it's super hell super hell is reserved for the most vile and evil souls like the reincarnation of one of those cat ear barb penis motherfuckers who uh, who took his hoverboard and laser gun came down to earth hijacked a body and used it not to train his soul but to envelop himself entirely in earthly pleasures and that dude's name satan oh interesting so satan was a cat Satan was a cat. Meow. Satan was a cat, and then he was a Persian dude, and then he was uh, sent to hell. Was he a Lucifer? <laughs> <laughs> Meowzebub. <laughs> Just kidding. If you've ever met a cat, this rings true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Buddy. I own and love a cat, but occasionally at four in the morning when he's trying to gnaw on my face, I get it. The funniest part about this to me is that they start at nine. Yeah. And three, like three, two, one, like usually, I don't know if you guys know how counting works. We generally start at one. So like, it's weird that they started at nine and then they, like, they each have different names. So I don't, I didn't, I'm not going to bore you with the names cause they don't mean anything because they're written in Japanese, translated it into English, and then mean nothing unless I go deeper into the meanings of the dimensions, which we don't have fucking time for that. And it does it's not going to add anything to it at all. So, unable to return to the earthly plane to soul train and ascend into a higher plane, souls that live in hell sneak into the third dimension of earth and possess the bodies of those with dark or unhappy thoughts. And they feed off of the energy... And th- when and then when that earthly body dies, the evil souls drag that soul that they possessed to hell with them. <gasps> and that's how hell started growing. And at some point, so many souls ended up in hell that El Cantare decided that the only way to save humanity was to send himself and his council of high spirits to the third dimension and teach humanity the correct way to live. And currently, in present day, El Cantare has walked the earth as Buddha, Jesus, Moses, uh, Enlil, uh, Ophelia, uh, some dude that took over Atlantis, uh, did I already say Jesus Christ? Uh, yeah, you did. And most currently, Dwayne in his Rock most Johnson? powerful form, a short poetry writing failed sumo wrestler named Ryuho Okawa. No, wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Go figure, Ryuho so Okawa holds the soul of God inside of him. Great, great, great. I mean, story checks out. Yeah. <laughs> when I always I- think of God, I think of mediocre student. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you're listening closely, you may have realized that the implications of El Cantare gifting us the mighty gift of fucking means that our ancestors are a mix of native earthlings and aliens from across the universe. Is that why my penis has barbs? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You should see a doctor for that, by the way. <laughs> However, some of those aliens are still out there, and in the near future, they plan to attack the Earth. Ooh. Why? That way they can, as my approximate guess, because this is the part that I could not figure the fuck out, because they never talk about it in the English part, because whenever they realized that they got too far into the alien shit, people started to check out. Yeah. So they would like, they were like, oh, no, 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 we didn't mean it, we didn't mean it. But so uh, they don't go into full detail, but my approximate guess is that they want to take over our bodies so that they may ascend into the higher dimensions with their brethren from long ago. Because they're only stuck on the fourth and fifth dimensions. Okay. 
And for those of us listening in America, this may, this news may seem alarming. But Ryuho has been reporting on these aliens and their link to the souls for years after Scientology made its way to Japan. <laughs> so if that uh, kind of theory... The aliens are coming down, taking over bodies, and trying to ascend to a higher plane sounds familiar, mm-hmm. because it comes from fucking L. Ron Hubbard. The yeah. Office of Scientology in Japan started teaching and enlightening the Japanese people in about 2015, which is right around the time uh, Ryuho Okawa started enlightening us all on his revelation that the same thing happened in his religion. Great, great, great. Yeah. But if you think that... Fucking hack. L. Ron Hubbard knows anything about aliens. Ryuho's got you covered. This is a direct quote from Ryuho about his knowledge of aliens. <clears throat> I would like you to know the details of space people. Oh, by the way, he calls them, he calls immigrants from across the universe space people, which sounds racist. I don't know if it is or not because they're not real. What do you mean, space people? Yeah, he just keeps calling them space people. And he always refers to them as immigrants or space people. It's Mm. very weird. Anyway, I would like you to know that details of space people that surpass that of America are released from Japan. Even Spielberg would be surprised if he saw this. Please know that he could never create such a movie. And that means a lot, because if you've seen the most recent Indiana Jones movie, you know Spielberg can fuck shit up with aliens. Well, I mean, if you've seen E.T. Yeah. Are you saying E.T. is bad? What are you... No, I'm just saying, like, Spielberg's been fucking some shit up with aliens for a long time. Oh, yeah. Close Encounters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, it's, it's his whole deal. Yeah, that dig at Spielberg might seem like kind of a weird brag, but he's actually referencing the fact that these aliens have for years been contacting humans and keying them into the bigger picture. Included in over the 500 types of alien that Ryuho has claimed to have come in contact with, that, that some of these types include Wookiees <gasps> that genuinely exist somewhere out there in the world, and the Navi from Avatar. Oh, leave that shit. Yeah, funny enough, I'm not surprised. I don't need your fancy fern gully, but give me Chewbacca. <laughs> I'm not surprised that Ryuho saw Avatar because of how much his lore includes weird, long-eared people with tails that like to get their fuck on. Yeah, and, and, like, barbed penises. Yeah. <laughs> also, speaking of Star Wars, it's no wonder the aliens choose to communicate so heavily with Ryuho when you factor in the El Cantare is also the reincarnation of the real-life inspiration of a powerful religious figure named Yoda. Um, <laughs> I can't. El Cantare, a.k.a. Ryuho Okawa from AKA Japan. A.k.a. Richie Valens. A.k.a. Richie Valens. Big Bamba is actually Yoda reincarnated. <laughs> His whole thing, like, his whole religion is just a scene from a beautiful mind. (laughs) It's just, like, there's just dots, and there's religions, and there's Star Wars, and there's wire going. It's worse than that. It's just a teenager's Tumblr page. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, so, allow me to rephrase to make sure I understand what you're saying. Word, 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 word. Uh, Yoda is based on a real... Thing. Yeah, it's based on Yoda. And that is God? It was a version of God, yes. 
Okay. Yoda came forward to teach aliens in a faraway universe a long, long time ago about the power within them because these aliens have superpowers. And that power was known as the Force. And Yoda is just one of the many reincarnations of El Cantare, who is now Ryuho Okawa. Because Master George Lucas told the world (laughs) about the happenings to try and share Ryuho Okawa's message. Wow, okay. What if God was an alien? (laughs) Well, he is. Stop disrespecting Ryuho. I've joined the religion, by the way, so... Just a Yoda <laughs> on the bus. Um, <clears throat> uh, Does Yoda get handicapped seep- seating because he's tiny and he has a cane? He's but not somehow... disabled. He's just of a higher spirit than you. Okay. Stand or stand not. <laughs> I've, I, I can't do any real great no, that's Star good. Wars impressions. I'm sorry. So like I said, these aliens have superhuman abilities. Some call them the Force. And uh, they have expressed this directly to Ryuho that they wish to use their superhuman abilities to take over Earth. But no alien's power is greater than the power of El Cantare. So for as long as Ryuho Okawa is alive, aliens will forever be able or will forever be unable to attack our planet. The only way to ensure our survival after he's gone is to spread the word of El Cantare and happy science to create more souls whose purposes are to unify all creatures under happy science. So home dude just like doesn't give a fuck about copyright laws, right? No, no, no. He fucking with Disney on that one and yeah. they don't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing it now. I don't know why he doesn't get fucked over at all. I, I, I can't, I, I don't understand it. Um, it must be like a difference. In, it must be like a difference in copyright laws from here in Japan, but I, I can't tell you. I, I don't mean, know why. There's a Disney Tokyo. So like, I don't know. Cause like there are people that I know in the United States that are just like a lady who did a Disney mural for a kid's baby room yeah. and got a cease and desist. Yeah. 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 So like, I don't even know how he's avoiding Disney's copyright fury. Well, you can't. He, Disney's lucky that he doesn't sue them for using his likeness. He is Yoda, after all. <laughs> Yikes. So that is. That's not. Obviously, that's not the end of the episode, but uh, that is the end of the portion where I explain their beliefs. That. All of that is from 1986 till pr- present, as recently as 2018. That is the belief of happy science. I'm so upset. Yeah. It's very confusing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. After Ryuho Okawa founded Happy Science in 1986, it took them four and a half years to be granted legal recognition as a religion. This was probably due to the rapid growth of other New Age religions in Japan that the public considered to be suspicious. So it wasn't until 1991 that Happy Science became an official religion. Part of the reason it took so long for them to be approved was because of the very unusual way that happy science was organized. Because instead of taking the position of traditional like church leader or guru, Ryuho modeled his group after a Japanese corporation. Because they weren't a religion, they were structured like a business. So Ryuho wasn't listed as uh, god or guru or, or priest. He was listed as happy science's president 
which is, again, it's likely a result of his inferiority complex because I truly think that he thinks that if he had stayed in New York and taken those classes, he would be the president of Toman, his old job, right now. Mm. So he's the CEO of Souls? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, yeah, he's the, yeah, essentially, he's the Weird. CEO of the universe. This is exhaustingly stupid. It's this very is, funny. yeah. <laughs> Underneath the president of the religion are a board of directors, followed by divisions containing various departments, and below that are sections. And as far as I can understand, based off a 24-year-old, 35-page report that I read entirely last night, fuck this podcast, guys. <laughs> it is the amount of things that I have read for this show is fucking dumb. More it's than so you, dumb. Definitely more than you ever read in school. Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, heart, like, hands down. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was smoking weed in school, coming up with dumb shit. Like, dude, maybe we're all Yoda, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I can't tell you. So, as far as I can understand, based off of that report, and multiple translated stories from former members and failed recruits, the goal was to hook you in through the propaganda that they sold in book form. Once you became a fan of Ryuhu Okawa through his Spirit Message series or his trilogy on barbed penis aliens or whatever, <laughs> you would be recruited into your correlating division. So that was like the senior division, or for you guys, the women's division, or for me, the youth division, or the student division <laughs> for people younger than that. It's just because youth meant men. He separated everyone into different groups. So that way you could worship with people of a similar mind to you. Once you were in your correct division, you'd be placed in your section based off of the level of devotion, which, uh, to strip away all the bullshit language, it just means how much are you spending on this religion? Mm -hmm. The more you spend, the better your section. Just like Scientology. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Now, the fact that Ryuho treated happy science like a business venture kind of reveals what I believe to be his true goal. We're entering the speculation zone because these motherfuckers are still in business and I'm not trying to get sued. This is straight up my opinion. I talked about it last week, a little bit this week too, about how well his books and anime sell. A lot of people mention that anyone can leave happy science whenever they want to, but at the end of the day, it's a religion where you're seen as being of higher faith by spending more money right they charge members for membership seminars books movies t-shirts fucking dog collars posters at openskystrading.com but all sorts of merchandise they have and that's just like the bare essentials and then the beliefs that we went over in the beginning of the episode are an accumulation of 20 plus years of bullshit and so all of this shit at the end and all that shit at the end was about how if, like, you know how if you don't know enough or if you don't believe enough, Tinkerbell dies, a.k.a. Right, right, like, right. If you don't a- clap to save yeah. her. If you don't believe enough, then the aliens are going to come and take over Earth. Or, or you're going to be dragged down to hell for all eternity. So if you get if you get into this religion... You can leave whenever you want, but your own religion dictates that doing so would mean damning your soul forever. Well, that's what a lot of a lot of religions say that, which is yeah. why they're so difficult to leave, especially if you grow up in them. Exactly. And so you, I mean, he even started saying recently, as recently as 2018, 2019, that if you leave the religion, you will be abducted by aliens. They will abduct you. 
protect your holes. So imagine, <laughs> imagine how fucked Christianity would be if Jesus was dropping new books like Little Wayne dropped mixtapes. Damn, <laughs> that's yeah. what's happening. He dro- He has over nine hundred books. So, as a number, that sounds so stupid. But as a follower, that's nine hundred books you have to buy. Each book, at minimum, is ten dollars. That sounds a lot like Scientology as well, where yes. you're having to constantly buy new tech. Yeah. And it kept coming out. And then the movies are anime or live action shots sometimes, but the anime are worth more. Um, The movies, the anime, are just animated versions of the stories from the books. And recently he started to put in more, uh, like, stories into it. So they're not just, like... They're not documentaries. They're like, here's a character, and they're going through what Ryuho went through. Mm. But each one, you can tell when the character shows up that's supposed to be Ryuho because they're fucking jacked and tall. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I'm a super successful businessman. <laughs> so once Ryuho's church was up and running, he had a hard time. We're out of the speculation zone, by the way. Oh, okay. okay. Once Ryuho's church was up and running, he had a hard time competing with some of the other New Age religions that were starting to become more prominent in Japan. And in particular, he saw two other religious figures as his direct rivals. The first was a 70-year-old sleazeball pervert from Korea who went by the name Sun Myung Moon. Yay! So many small hats! (laughs) Yeah. So that stinky greaseball was over here. Moon's attitude that the Japanese were a pack of barbed penis-having war criminals that raped and murdered their way through Korea really conflicted with Ryuho's belief that Japanese imperialism and the comfort girl issue that they had with Korea was actually made up by the Western media after Japan lost World War II. Wow. Can you explain the comfort girl? Yeah. So this is something we talked about in our Moonies episode. And one of the reasons why Sun Myung Moon hated the Japanese so much. Uh, Japan basically colonized Korea. Mm -hmm. And while they were fighting with China, they took, kidnapped, or just like, yeah, they kidnapped innocent it doesn't matter, even if you're not innocent. They kidnapped Korean women and uh, forced them in to be comfort girls, which are basically... Prostitutes. Yeah, or... but they don't pay them. They're just sex slaves. Yeah. For the soldiers fighting a war based off of imperialism. Not mm. of defense, based off of a war that they started to gain more land. Yeah. Mm. So, Sun Young Moon, who's 70 years old, who lived through all of this and lived through the split... Of like he was born in present day North Korea, then had to immigrate to South Korea because of how bad it got in North Korea, and saw how much Japan fucked up his home, and he hated Japan. And Ryuho is the complete opposite because he's a truther, which is Japan's version of a Holocaust denier. Oh, great! Saying that all of the war crimes that Japan committed are made up and fake because there's this thing that we live in now where i'm not trying to say that they're still like this but we have this thing now where like george bush to to present day people 
especially with what's going on now, just seems like a cute old man who's doing like paintings and like hanging out, and, like yeah. like not doing anything. And Japan's the same way. They're like, ah, they're just a bunch of cuties making anime and having weird vending machines. But like we covered it in the Moonies episode, as a country, they did some fucked up shit. Yeah. And I'm not saying they're still like that. Like Germany, you're fine. You were Nazis at one point, and you should never fucking forget it. But you're fine now. In Japan, same thing. But he is of the belief that none of these things happened. Mm-hmm. And everything that happened, the rape of Nanking, uh, the, the, the concentration camps that they had, the, uh, the murder of innocent Chinese people, making Korean women comfort girls, all of that is lies made by America and Korea. Wow. His other rival was attracting all of Ryuho's younger male demographic and... I'm just going to say, by no coincidence, also used anime to promote his group. He was dominating Japan's TV and magazines with his crazy claims of how things like cell phones were a form of mind control. Or he would do this thing regularly where if he didn't like you, he would just quote-unquote out you as a Freemason. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm talking, of course, about the leader of Om Shinrikyo, Shoko Asahara. I think you mean Choko Asahara. You did, bitch! Dunked! Dunked on, son! So even though his member count may have not been what he wanted it to be, Ryuho still had the power of monetary capital over both of his competitors, because everyone who did believe in him, and a lot of them were in Japan, they would pay so much money to be in his religion at mm-hmm. all. So he used this to put on elaborately entertaining seminars that were more like Kanye-esque spectacles. Nice. One former attendee recalled that he that when he saw Ryuho Okawa at the Tokyo Dome, the man who called himself the reincarnation of El Cantare rode into the stadium on the head of a giant dragon as music blared from speakers and the entire Tokyo Dome was filled with smoke. And as Ryuho gave a passion-filled lecture on how much pornography, or as the Japanese called it, hair nudes, was ruining the beautiful country Wait, of um, Japan. hold on. Yep, what's up? Hair nudes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, essentially, uh, I don't know how much you guys know about Japanese pornography. Not a lot. You cannot show vaginas and penises. Yeah, that's why it's a little intensical. Yeah, yeah that's very funny. <laughs> And so they blur out the vagina and penises, uh, specifically the penises. But one way around it is that uh, if you're a woman and you have more hair, they don't really have to blur out anything. Oh, this explains so much. And so hair nudes is the uh, colloquial term for pornography because it shows off the hair of a woman's genital region. Hair nudes. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, as he was talking about how hair nudes were ruining Japan, uh, he also let his followers in on a secret. There was another factor that was leading to the decay of Japan. On stage, at one of the biggest lectures Happy Science has ever given, on the head of a dragon, Ryuho Okawa declared war on the Unification Church and Om Shinrikyo. If he knew someone was involved in the demon cults, you were instructed to cut off all communication with them. And if any politician supported them or any new religion that wasn't happy science, 
at all, you were to completely boycott that election entirely. Wow. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> this is some Game of Thrones cult shit. Because all of these things, and other cults too, exist at the same time. And this guy would just go on stage like Kanye with fucking autotune on being like, Man, fuck Om Shinrikyo. You saw the tapes. You don't have the answers, Shoko. And just like yelling at people. He would just call just out. Calling people out. You yeah. just call yeah. out people that, they, that he fucked with. And as a result of this, in January 1995, members of the death cult, Om Shinrikyo, snuck into the parking lot of Happy Science headquarters and pumped their toxic gas, VX, into Ryuho's car vents. The assassination attempt that happened two months before the sarin gas attack made headlines, but it wasn't until March that Ohm's role in the extent of how evil the death cult truly was would be revealed. Wow. I thought you were going to say they snuck in and drew penises on all the cars. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been a more fun, friendly prank, like a, ah. (laughs) Look, I'm going to add barbs to this one. (laughs) (laughs) That's not Ocean Rikyo style, though. They're more like, let's spray things out of cars. They did it like four different times. So that was the only one I could find evidence for. Mm. Apparently... Om Shinrikyo members would regularly commit drive-by shootings on, oh my God. on members, high members of Happy Science. Uh, I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find any police reports. I mm-hmm. couldn't find any articles. I couldn't find anything at all other than what he was saying. And credit where credit is due. As terrible as a person he is, Ryuho Okawa was really the only person who was publicly being like, Om Shinrikyo is planning some fucked up shit. Yeah. But he was purely coming at it from a monetary thing where he was like, Om Shinrikyo is planning some fucked up shit by taking my money. They're taking my <laughs> followers. You should be listening to me. I bought the head of a dragon, goddammit! So... You sell a few books, you star in a few movies, you parade yourself around as the most successful businessman in your country, but what do you do next? Donald Trump? You get into politics. Oh my god! In 2009, Ryuho Okawa founded the Happiness Realization Party, of conservative party in uh, Japan. The party released a manifesto, which, by the way, releasing a manifesto, never good. Never a good thing. never never a good thing. I've never heard of somebody being like, yo... Did you hear Lil Wayne's dropping a new manifesto? I'm so fucking hyped for it, dude. I mean, I love reading them, but it usually means something bad has happened. Yeah, almost entirely. So they released a manifesto that stated their goals, uh, which were as follows. Doubling Japan's population to 30, or doubling Japan's population to 300 million people by accepting any and all foreigners into the country. Wow. Except for space people. Fuck okay, those. Fuck f- those space yeah, people. Yeah, space people, they're still considered illegal aliens. Oh. Wow. Oh, hey, that's why you came in here. My jaw cracked. I don't know if it got picked up. I smiled so hard that my jaw just cracked. Uh, they also took a pro life stance that is harder than any stance I've ever heard before. Not only did they want to outlaw abortions and contraceptives. But they straight up wanted to legally encourage Japanese women to have over three children each. That's... No. I mean... I, I, I get why, because they... Like, if you want more people... Yeah. Like, well, that's what he wants. You know? I mean, 
they also wanted to use all that extra tax money of all those new people in Japan to boost Japan's military and develop nuclear weapons to prepare for what they believe is an inevitable war with both China and North Korea. Because in a twist I bet no one wasn't expecting, the only people Ryuho hates more than Koreans are the Chinese. Mm. It, this this hell sounds very reminiscent of the Nazis in Germany. Oh yeah, of for like sure. creating people, like furthering your race and making yeah, the sure Liebensborn. Yeah. yeah. It's, I don't like it. Happy Science is a religion, and the Happy Realization Party both clearly state that the war crimes committed against Korea were a hoax, and that the real rape of Nanking never happened. In fact, one of those books, this is like a, I want to say a fun fact, but it's really a sad fact. Uh, a s- sad fact, one of those books in his series of spiritual messages was with Iris Chang author of the book The Rape of Nanking. In Ryu Ho's book, The Secret Behind the Rape of Nanking, a spiritual confession by Iris Chang, he claims that Iris confesses that she was pressured into lying about Japanese war crimes by the Chinese and Americans following the loss of World War II. Wow. He released a book where he's like, nah, this bitch lied. How, like, I just, I don't understand how he's getting away with all this bullshit. Because, like, if you're the family of this person, Mm -hmm. and this idiot is besmirching her name, like, how is there not legal action being taken? The only thing I can think of is he's hella paid, so he must have a law team that's, like, fucking crazy good. Yeah. That's the only thing I can consider, because he has hella stacks. That makes sense. In addition to Ryuho's racist propositions to do things like preemptively nuke North Korea or to expel China from the United Nations, he also is the winner of the most weirdly racist speech award, in my book at least, with his lecture, Rebirth of Your Hopes, in which he says China is, quote, responsible for the decay of all of Asia, end quote, calls the Chinese, quote, dumb, lazy, and full of shit, end quote, and claims that Japanese politicians were trying to raise taxes because of a, quote, Chineseing of the mind. <laughs> what? <laughs> that is the most goofy, racist shit I've ever heard in my entire life. This guy, this is the the award for the weirdest verb I've ever heard. Chineseing of the mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the only way to appropriately use that verb, if you're like, oh, this food is really good, somebody really did a Chineseing of the food. <laughs> they made it very delicious. <laughs> Currently. I don't know if this makes you feel any better. The Happiness Realization Party has only held 21 local positions since its start in 2009. That's like 21 too many. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also nobody that holds actual lawmaking power. Because they have lost every single election where they ran for a major office. Good. And as a bit of a palate cleanser for how batshit crazy and racist the end of this episode has gotten... I want to share with you one of the results of the rabbit hole that I fell into last night at about 5.30 in the morning. So I guess this morning, mm-hmm. uh, while I was researching Happy Happiness Realization Party, in 2010 and 2013, the party had a candidate by the name of Yoshiro Nakamatsu. Yoshiro is a TV personality and inventor, and while I was researching the results of his election, I found a list of his inventions, and I'd like to read a few of them for you. Yes! 
So these are just some of his very many inventions. Okay. The first one was he invented jumping shoes with suspension springs from a car in the soles. So like moon, <laughs> like, like moon shoes. Yeah, like moon shoes, but instead of like something light and fluffy, it's just suspension springs from a Honda. Oh, jeez. And they're just like taped to the bottom of the <laughs> shoe. hella dangerous. <laughs> he invented a condom. With an embedded magnet that would improve sensitivity because, quote, electricity is generated in the blood vessels of the female organs. No. What? What? I mean, all humans conduct electricity a little bit. You've done the battery test thing, but no. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's not so how he that just, works. So he just taped a magnet onto a condom and was like, this is going to make it real good for me. Mm. Well, he's just trying to add inches i feel like he's trying to get a little more distance out of that d he did do a couple of sex inventions he created uh some aphrodisiac that was just called love jet (laughs) i don't know what it is they had no other description it was just i think it's called a jacuzzi (laughs) (laughs) if you're alone and you've got time he also he also created a cd that would quote enhance your sexual function is it boner jams 96 It was actually Boner Jam 69. (laughs) It's just Richie Valens on repeat. (laughs) (laughs) And personally, my favorite invention, he invented a wig specifically made for self-defense. Wait, what? 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 Go, so, go, gadget hair. <laughs> so as far as I can figure, the hair is just a normal wig. but the Made ins- of knives? Like, the, the inside is lined with a very hard material. And if you were getting attacked, you would just take the wig off and beat the shit out of your attacker with your hair. So it's just a helmet that has hair glued to it? Basically, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was Donald Trump's hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just hairspray, though. He's like encased his head in enough hairspray. If anyone can find me this self-defense wig, I will Venmo you my life. Oh my god, I, we need a self-defense his wig. Life Buy is only five dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll mail you. I'll mail you the fifteen dollars in my bank account right to now. To be clear, uh, so that guys is happy science. <laughs> you made it through. I watched so much shit for this. I listened to so much shit. My brain hurts. I want to die. Uh, but this was pretty fun. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm in it for the self-defense wig. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey guys. Um, you know who doesn't? You know who can't wear a self-defense wig? Animals in our national parks. Yeah, you got it. Oh, yeah. So you're going to have to go to Open Skies Trading Company and buy some stuff like shirts, posters, love jets, <laughs> sexy CDs, Boner Jam 69. Hot, hot in all dog series. collars. <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness, though, they can only make wigs out of bark, and that's not protecting them at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. And also, if you're going to try and fight a national park, boy, oh boy, you're barking up the wrong tree. Anyway, <laughs> Open Sky Trading Company is great because they have a lot of products that are really well made and also amazing to look at. And for every purchase that you make, they will donate $1 to the National Parks Foundation that they've made it their mission to protect our national parks. And so you can find uh and so you can find their products at openskiestraining.com or on Facebook and Instagram at openskiestrainingco. That's openskiestrainingco. And if you want to I don't know. <laughs> if you want to send me more anime that I can just get like <laughs> honestly cuz I want to say I'm not saying like get high or get drunk because 
it's going to be more enjoyable that way. I think the best way to enjoy this is literally killing your brain cells. <laughs> I think that you should hit your head with something, with a wig, if you will, with a hard <laughs> wig, so that you can watch these animes. So if you have anything else like that that you want to show me, fucking send that shit my way. You can do so on Twitter and Instagram, which is at Mondo Does Stuff, M-A-N-D-O Does Stuff. You can also find my show dates for this week in San Diego, uh, I'm here from Tuesday to Sunday, Tuesday to Monday, actually. I have a bunch of shows. Come on out. Come see me. Uh, I'm headlining Madhouse Comedy Club on Sunday, whatever this Sunday is. And the my 28th. feature, the 28th. And my feature is none other than one Andrea Gazetta. That's me. Hooray. Yeah. Hey. So come on out. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter and see those show dates. I love you so much. Bye. Hey guys, uh, if you want to send me your anime recommendations or any dinosaurs you may have killed, uh, <laughs> you can send all that stuff to me on all the social media at Sundress Comic. And as Mondo said, I will be hanging out with him in San Diego on the 28th. I'll also be in Milwaukee on the 26th, like a maniac. Because yeah, we just got back from We there. just got back from Milwaukee, but I bought a plane ticket just so I could go to my show. So if you want to come to VAR Gallery at 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. and you want to see the 30 paintings I made that stole my mind and sanity, uh, <laughs> you can do that. Come hang out with me. It's literally one of my favorite shows ever. Um, I started it with Josh Hintz like four years ago. We did the first one. And then he's really grown it from there, so it's a it's a fucking great time. It's Her my paintings favorite. are fucking they're so amazing. cool. They're there's so amazing. There's gonna be over a thousand paintings in this show because they're so all, only thirty are Andreas. By the only way, only thirty are mine. Yeah, so each artist did thirty, and it's usually thirty artists, thirty paintings, thirty days. But because it's a five year anniversary, uh, they're doing thirty five artists. So my math's not great, but it's over a thousand paintings. So. Yeah, come check it out. And they're all very affordable, so come if hang out. If you keep sucking at math and also sumo wrestling, you could join a cult, too. I could make my own cult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am the Jesus of painting. No, that's not true. Take that out. Cut Jesus that out. Jesus the Rock Christ. <laughs> um, April 29th, so probably, not the day this comes out, next Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be at the comedy store for your hood's a joke representing San Francisco against San Diego. Hell yeah, yeah dog. Uh, and then May 15th, I will be roast battling Doug Fager at the comedy store. That's going to be a blast. May 15th? May 15th. Okay. Or May 14th. Okay. I'll be Sorry. for that. Uh, May That's 14th. going to be fucking amazing. I'll be there. I, I think Andrea might be there. We'll see how she feels yeah. about it. It's- yeah. Sometimes things are past my bedtime. I fall asleep at 10 o'clock. Oh, for sure. We're, we're probably not going on till midnight on that yeah. one. Okay, yeah, I will not. definitely be there, and you should be there to watch Paige fucking kill. So if you want to send me your uh, Boner Jams playlist, <laughs> please do. I love hearing what other people bone to. Is uh, it all Usher? Cause <laughs> mine is mostly Usher. Mine, Usher, is, mine is like Usher and uh, the Fugees. Mm. Anywho. Mine is just the chicken dance. Mine is also like the soundtrack to Jurassic Park. I had to, I, I, <laughs> I'm I, kidding. <laughs> that goes out to Ashley. Thank you. But you can send me those at Paige Wesley on Twitter or at Rampage Wesley on Instagram. Yeah. And if you want to follow the show, see some cool behind the scenes things, keep up to date with what we're doing. Um, and see, it looks like we're going to just be making new memes every week for, uh, <laughs> for the episode.
episodes as well as some of you guys. If you want to send us in some of your memes, we will post them. Yeah, if you we love message your memes. Us, uh, if you put us in your Instagram story or message us something or tweet at us, we will retweet it and we will respond. You can do so on Instagram at Colt Podcast. If you know Miss Vanjie, tell us because we <gasps> love her. Oh, I fucking love Please. Vanjie, dude. I, I also really like uh, Evie Oddly. Yes. Evie Oddly She's and Vanjie amazing. are the best. Yeah. Fucking, if you have like words Pesky. to say, come at me, dude. <laughs> we just, we, uh, I watched, what was that? We watched episode seven? You've watched most of this season of Drag Race with me because yeah. we started watching it after we record. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a good show. The season's really good. And I fucking, I'm so glad What's Her Name got kicked off with the big glasses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, doesn't matter. Sorry for the spoilers. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's coming out weeks after yeah, that yeah, happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, on Twitter, you can follow us at Cult Podcast Show. You can also send us an email, which is how I heard about Happy Science. So keep sending in those good, good, good cult requests. You can do that at, uh, you can send emails to cultpodcastshow at gmail.com. Or if you want to send us uh Battle wigs. Hell yeah. Uh, sex inventions. Hell maybe. I'm not going to use them. I just want to see them. Okay. Yep. yep, uh, yep you yep. can send those to 3756 West Avenue 40, Suite K, number 237. Like, like the, the Shining. Shining. Los Angeles, California, 90065. <laughs> and you can find that address, our email address, and a whole lot more on our website at com. And I think for this one, I'm going to say don't drink... Body shots off of Socrates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't drink body shots off of Socrates. He's very dusty. Uh, but, oh, God. And don't drink the Kool-Aid. Bye! Bye.